here's episode 15 of the Matt and Beth Show, I guess. And I can have my stuff here. Uh, so, so here's what happened. Let me just, let me catch you up to speed. Yep. I, w- I was thinking about Mother's Day, but it wasn't Mother's Day. It was Carrie's Day. It was, well, Carrie's Day is Mother's Day too, but it was her birthday. So for her birthday, basically, let's wake up. This means uh, I didn't do a lot of planning. But I like to just leave it open to whatever she wants to do. If she wants sure. to go flower shopping, go flower shopping. You want to lay down and take a nap, I'll take the girls wherever you want. Same kind of thing with Mother's Day. Yeah. Let's make it Carrie's Day. Whatever Carrie wants to do. And here's a big one. Is no huffing and puffing when she chooses a restaurant that you don't want to go okay. to. Okay. This is mama's choice now. Mama gets to choose. That's right. And the kids in the back don't get to say anything. I don't want to hear... Can't we? But don't you mm-hmm. like the uh, over mm-hmm. there instead? Well, what about eh, nothing? Because mm-hmm. it started and I nipped it. So we're leaving church. Okay. We're going to go to where? Oh, where mom wants to go. So we go to the restaurant. Mom wants to go downtown. We haven't been there in a very long time. She loves the fries. Okay. I'm thinking a couple of steps ahead because there's an ice cream joint right across okay. the way. So I'm thinking, oh, well, we can go get some ice cream afterwards. That'll be perfect for a dessert. So we get inside. The place wasn't completely packed. Outside, so nice. It was like 75 sunshine. Beautiful. The sun was hot, though. So we get outside. There's an umbrella, and the umbrella's kind of covering our table a little bit. And then the server came over and goes, hi. Oh, that umbrella's only covering just a little bit. And it seemed like right about that time was when everything hit. Okay. So cool. Oh, no. You guys say too? No, No, it's not. Eden, no, it's not me. We're sitting outside. Everybody's heads are kind of turning a little bit. Somebody had a little itty-bitty golden retriever with him. That dog's nose is up in the air. But it was that smell of sewage coming from their building. Oh, no. And yeah, I mean, what is it back up in the sink? Is it somebody really had a problem in the bathroom? What is it? Because you know that it's out of control of a lot of people's hands. And so what's going on right now? Do you get up and leave? Do you walk out? I mean, it was, it it was, was deep. Bad. It was dark. It was... You could taste it. Ew. Yeah, I'm sorry. Got it. I'm sorry. But what do you do in those cases? Do you get up and leave? Had you ordered already? We did. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes it hard. But then again, you're like, I got my food and now I'm not really hungry because I'm thinking about other things. Yeah. You had food? Food was on the way. Okay. So you already ordered. Yeah. Mm. You just muscle through it, don't you? That's what we did. We you muscled. You do. I mean, if it's that bad and the server's nearby, I personally don't see anything wrong with being like, Hey, I'm sure you smell that. And <laughs> I hope you if didn't do it. If it's at all possible to cancel our order, we're just probably going to leave because it's offensive. <laughs> if they're like, oh, it's up right now, you know, and then you either muscle through or it, take it or take it with That's you. Smart. Smart. You don't want to, you know, if you've already ordered it, they've already started cooking food for four, you know, $60 worth of food or right, whatever. Right. You don't want to at that point get up and leave. You're right. You're right. If I hadn't ordered yet, then like in up. a second, I'd throw money on the table for, you know, their troubles. Like but, if I order drinks or something, maybe leave a little bit of money. But on the same note, though, is that you don't want anybody leaving $60 in food behind. Of course not. And the staff would probably eat it. But that that's where I'm like, how much of this is something that you guys are doing? Or how much of this is just something I have to accept? And that's just what it is. We're going to get a little smell of... Yeah. Oh, I'd for sure ask because that's, that almost makes me think something was coming up like from, if you were outside, like in the streets, right. You know, could it it have been coming from the actual sewer? 
it could have. It could have, but I, th- I think it was coming from the restaurant. Yeah. Or at oh, least like I'd in their ask, kitchen area I'd or something. I sure asked. Yeah, so we didn't get up and we didn't I mean, walk you don't need out. to make a stink about it or anything. <laughs> I don't get it. So there was another time <laughs> I went into a sandwich shop that makes your sandwich in front of you. Listen, can I just say, <laughs> if the smell is at every restaurant you're going into, Matt, you might want to think about the common denominator. Being you. <laughs> Do you smell that everywhere you go? Yep. All well, the time. Awkward. There was a different time that I okay. was in you went a, to a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm, and I go in, long line, you're waiting, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. So it was, one, it was one of them one o'clock lunches when I should have ate at 11. Mm-hmm. So I get in line and I uh, look around and it's kind of a warm Nebraska summer day. And there's a lot of flies in the restaurant. And the flies are going everywhere. Flies, 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 flies. I can handle a fly going past me and nibbling in my ear as it as it hangs out in the room that I'm hanging out in. But when I look over and I start to make my sandwich, I have my sandwich being made, and the flies are landing on it, and I can oh, see no. them walking Mm-mm. around and like Mm-mm. nibbling at the mustard, you know, and their little pokers going into the mm-hmm. into the turkey and trying to get a nibble. At Mm-mm. that point, nope. Eh. Especially when the person making the sandwich wasn't noticing that, or like I did, like didn't do anything. It was you could see there's flies. There's like four of them. They're walking on my sandwich. Ew. So I got up. And didn't said, even no, have thanks. to get up because I was standing no, in front of the glass, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I walked right out. Did you say something like, no. "Yeah, I don't need that sandwich"? No, but anybody who was looking at it saw the flies walking around. Should I not give them the benefit of the doubt? The person maybe had bad eyes, right? Is that what? I don't know. Is that what you're going to say? They were too used to it. No, I just think, you know, if if you were wanting to help them grow, you could, you know, be a better sandwich shop. Hey, I'm not really comfortable with the amount of flies on my mustard right now. I'm going to come back in and we're going to try this again, okay, bud? So, yeah. You know what they do, though? Do they actually vomit on your food when they land on it? Somebody told me that the other day, like a nine-year-old, and I was like... Listen, bro, I've heard that story since I was, I nine, was nine years right. old. I made that story up when I was nine years old, dog. It's been going around. Do flies really throw up <laughs> flippers? <laughs> you got to talk to the phone a little faster. Come on, faster, 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 faster. Really throw up when they land on stuff. Okay. They vomit, too. Flies don't have teeth. They can't take a bite out of our food so they have to spit out some of the enzyme rich saliva that dissolves the food allowing them to suck up the results that turns into like a soup and it's easy to digest for them ew yeah so now you walk out of the sandwich place too right yeah we'll work on growth a different day (laughs) flies are a little nasty yeah so no walk out of a restaurant stories. I know. I you asked me that question. I've walked out of a restaurant, like walked in, looked at the, you know, maybe even sat down and looked at the menu and went, nothing here looks either nothing sounds good yeah. or and or it's all so expensive. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it, this cost of this meal right here is not worth it to me. I'd rather go next door and get a new place. Street tacos. Some place you've never been to go in right. explore. It's you know, put the win- the menu on the window sometimes, which I think it's funny cuz like don't you want people in your restaurant to say no? I I do use like sometimes yeah, if you're trying somewhere new, I kind of like that yeah. then you don't have the awkward I'm walking out. But now you've got the window on everything. 
It's called. I the, know. It's you called just look it up phone. on. Do you look food up at restaurants? Like if somebody's like, "Hey, Matt, I want to go to blah 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 blah," and you're like, "Cool, I'll meet you there on Thursday." Do you look at the menu before you go? I don't. Carrie does. Okay, I was gonna say a lot of people yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of. Like, is it anxiety? Like, I, I don't want to be sitting there trying to decide what I'm going to eat. I think that's what carries, not anxiety so much as I don't want to hold everybody up. Because when sure. she gets to a restaurant, she usually would order off the kids' menu for if the she type could, of, she likes, yeah. Right. And, She's and the happy portion, with chicken and, and chicken nuggets and a, pizza and a corn dog. And, right. She'd be fine with all that. So that's where if you go, I'm going to go to a place that sounds like an Indian restaurant, most of the time she's like, what's on the kids menu? But then again, on the same note, I'm like, let's try something new, baby. And then the kids, they don't want to try anything new. So none of them want to try anything new. So they all look at the menu before we go to see if they have corn dogs. <laughs> is there's a there's a fallback plan? If the I get dog. there and I don't, at least I know there's many corn dogs. Carrie likes to BYOCD. Bring your own corn dogs. Nice job. But BYOCD. Like, BYOCD. Like if, obsessive compulsive oh, disorder. Yeah. <laughs> She's obsessed about corn dogs. It, but it'd be safe to say if you bring your own corn dogs to a restaurant, you probably have a little OCD anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably true. So this one time. I was with my Filipino girlfriend in Washington, and we were going out to eat, and uh, not a lot of places were around. We were at this certain area of town, and she's like, well, let's go over there. My mom says that place is great. I'm like, cool. Walk in, smells good. Door, ting. Look over the table, can I help you? And I look over, and there's a lady smiling at us, and she's plucking a dead chicken, like pulling the feathers out of the chicken at the table. And I'm like, not for me. And I'm walking right out. Like, your boyfriend is no. way too white for this. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. I thought chickens came in the uh, nugget form. In the form, nugget form. Right? <laughs> we walked out. Yeah. You're listening to the Brian Best Show. What are you making? What are you making? I don't know. Yeah, you I do. don't know. You, you've got a plan. It's Memorial Day. I'll yeah, make something special. Red, white, and blue. Oh, we'll grill something. Red, white, and blue? Like just. I'm not going to grill red, white, and blue. You can just leave the meat a little bit raw. I do like it like medium rare. Yeah. Red, white, and blue, and pink. Yeah. Blue cheese. Ah, blue cheese on blue top cheese of your pink. Blue cheese on a medium rare steak. steak. How oh, much more. more. American, American can you get? So since we've been talking about foods, restaurants, different foods, is there a food that traumatized you as a kid that you ate and then you probably just were like, nah, that's not going to be any part of my diet ever in life? I honestly don't think so. I don't remember trying something early on and vowing never to eat it again. I do remember my first experience at the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> was on this long road trip. We were driving to Florida with like a bunch of people from our church. We had maybe two, couple vans. And I left the big van and rode for a little while in this minivan with somehow this like family of four and me. Was this a dream? They had little kids. (laughs) Like it was weird. I remember they were listening to like some... What's the Swan book? The famous book about the Swan. The Ugly Duckling? No. Oh. Swan Lake. Oh. Swan Lake. And I just, you know, between bathroom stops, I'm sitting in this car with this little cute little family. I'm a 15-year-old girl sitting in this car listening to Swan Lake. Like, I, there's no getting out of here. I can't get out of here if I want to. Uh. 
So every time we stopped, these little girls were like, Cracker Barrel, Cracker Barrel. Well, when you drive from Nebraska to Florida, that's you have several Cracker Barrel options. So the first time I ever had it, though, um, the guy sitting next to me wasn't feeling good, Uh feeling well. And so he was drinking Theraflu like that. What? Like real... It's like a tea kind of, like medicine, but you drink it like a tea, which I'm just like, ew, just chug, you know, take a shot of whatever that medicine is. But he was drinking this really strong, gross smelling medicine tea. And it just felt like that's what my food then tasted like. Were there and adults so with it, you? or was it was Yeah. This, okay. Was anybody explaining any of the situation? As a child, <laughs> did you ever ask questions? Like, what's going on here? Why is this not right? Well, no. I mean, I just was like, ew, that doesn't smell good. <laughs> and I s- tasted it in my biscuits and gravy. But you were never like... But I do, I do eat there now, but there were several years that I was like, yeah, I just really don't like it. How about biscuits and gravy? I love biscuits and gravy. With a side of Theraflu? Ah, pass. I do remember this one time, my uh, sitting at the table growing up, and my mom ate. She she really is a pretty picky eater. She's a simple eater. She doesn't need anything. She doesn't need flair. A mm. uh, simple eater, but one of the things she loves. I mean, she she doesn't eat mayonnaise. Like she'll eat a piece of bread with some ham on it. The end. She doesn't need anything extra. She likes vanilla ice cream. If she eats ice cream, she, for her mother's day dinner, she wants Polish dogs on the grill with some chips <laughs> and a medium watermelon. I mean, this, she's so simple, but the, I think the weirdest thing that she likes though is beets, pickled beets, uh. like in a can. And she, we were eating them one night for dinner and, and my parents always made us try everything and it, it wasn't like a finish everything on your plate kind of situation, but made us, you know, I think it was good to expose yeah. us to some things. And one of my siblings was trying to choke down these beats and ended up just getting sick all over the table. Oh. And the rest of us just literally ran out of the house. <laughs> you know, we were very dramatic about it. So if those beats were unappetizing before, they definitely were unappetizing after. So we got the whole fam together at this nonprofit event. It's a fundraiser for a family here in Nebraska. And when you think a family here in Nebraska, small town Nebraska, uh, and then we're having an event in Lincoln and it's at a nice restaurant, you'd think that maybe like small town Nebraska would be like steak and potatoes and, Mm -hmm. you know, all these local things, some corn, whatever else. You expect that. Like that's what you kind of think is going to happen with this small town family that we're, you know, raising money for and we're celebrating them that – maybe you wouldn't put this on the menu. So as the food came out, had a description, Not let me take that back, no description. It had a name of what it was. Like on a menu, like you had a menu on your table. Right. Mm-hmm. So your first course was going to be this, coming. this, this. Yeah. Your second course, yeah. The main meal was your Brussels sprouts, Yum. potatoes, yes. maybe some bread. Yes. And then there was this thing that looked like a piece of chicken. Okay. It doesn't look quite like a piece of chicken. Maybe mine's not cooked right. And I kind of cut into it. I'm like, that's a weird texture. And I look back on the menu and I see the word sweetbreads. Well, sweetbreads, I'm like, man, this is, this, is, this is about the time that I'm watching a lot of the eating shows and, you know, traveling shows, people going places and eating things that are a little strange. 
sweet bread. So I go into the bathroom and I take my phone with me and I'm like, I know this is what I think it is. And I look it up. What I want you to do is take your phone out. Do you have your iPad? I do. Okay. I want you to look up sweet breads and I want you to read to me what it says. Sweet bread is a culinary name for the thymus or pancreas, typically from a calf or lamb. Mm. Sweetbreads have a rich, slightly gamey flavor mm-hmm. and tender, succulent texture. They are often served as an appetizer or main course and can be accompanied by a variety of sauces and side dishes. Mm-hmm. So, was it a baby cow or baby lamb's pancreas? I'm not quite sure. Night? Or was it a thymus <laughs> or was it a pancreas? What's a thymus? I don't know. I think it's a gland in your neck. That's your thyroid. Oh, maybe it's then. <laughs> so listen, so everybody's sitting around the table, and somebody's cutting into it at our table with this long family-style uh, eating, and uh, maybe not family-style. There's a lot of people we don't know at the table. Uh, and so so people are cutting into it like, this chicken doesn't taste right. Well, all my family, nobody's touching it because I've already spread the news of what it was. <laughs> like, why did nobody here eat their thymus? <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> don't, don't what's thymus? What's thymus? What's thymus? What's thymus? Well, it it's something like like in humans, like behind our our chest bone, like our gullet, that like makes white blood cells or something. Sweetbread is a culinary name for thymus, also called throat, gullet, or neck sweetbread. <laughs> Gullet. Why do they call it sweet bread? When you told me you were going to tell me a sweet bread story, I was like, mm, mm, banana bread. I wonder if there's cinnamon. Mm, mm, cinnamon bread. That's not what it was. Sweet bread. So I haven't had it since. You wouldn't eat it. No, would you? Like if a, a friend of ours that is a culinary genius, everything Aaron Young cooks is good. And if he walked in here right now, he's like, I got this new sweet bread recipe. Here you go. Would you eat it? If he makes it. Okay. I will eat it. It's on, Aaron. Get yourself some thymus. (laughs) (laughs) Medium rare. On what? What does a thymus gland cost? Let's look that up. Where do you even buy a thymus gland? At a nonprofit event with like 100 people there, where did they find 100 thymus glands? Were they all from the same animal? No, there's not that many thymus glands. Did they just go, hey, there's a herd of baby cows. Let's kill them all and get their thymus glands. I just Googled thymus gland cost, and it talked about thymus gland removal surgery. Like, now does Google think I'm trying to, like, (gasps) buy people's thymus glands (laughs) on the black market? (laughs) Thymus gland, beef thymus gland Uh. cost. Because I'm sure the, the lamb one is less expensive. Is more expensive, don't it's, you think? I don't know. What's it cost to raise a lamb? <gasps> Frankie's free range meat. Where's that? I don't know where it is, but it popped up on the on the Google. Let's see if this works. If this is if sixteen dollars. <gasps> Are you calling somebody? A pound. Uh. No, for one. Yeah. One thymus gland, half pound, also known as sweet bread. Now this is free range, so it's not your, not your average hormone injected thymus gland. All pinned up, eating grain. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. It's sixteen dollars and it's a half. Oh, but it's on sale from nineteen. So okay. where 19, you, it was nineteen ninety nine, guys. Where are you buying this? This is on sale. Frank's free Frankie's free range meat market on dot com. Oh, can I help you? Hello, can I have your meat department, please? Just one, please. Thank you. Hey, I've got a question. Uh, thymus. What do you know about thymus glands? What kind? Thymus. It's a, like a sweetbreads. Like if I want to make sweetbreads, I want to get the thymus from like a cow or sheep. Don't, don't, care, don't carry them. Okay. Is there any way I could get them? Do you know anything about them? I know nothing about them. Okay. Other than probably the, place, probably the place you're going to get them is probably a locker plant. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think they save them because they ain't even got the people to save that stuff on the line. Right. They're pretty gross, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite kind There's of- a lot of stuff like oxtail and stuff through all the pandemic and stuff, and they still shorthanded. They don't even, they, that stuff goes in the trash. Huh. Interesting. What's your favorite cut? they ain't got the people to do it. What's your favorite cut of beef? Right. Uh, ribeye. Well, then maybe I'll have that instead of, instead of thymus gland. Yep. That will work. All right. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. You bet. Thank you. Bye. COVID ruined everything. You know, you have some things on your to-do list that you just dread doing them. I can't believe like chiropractic used to be that for me. It was something I just, eh, I'll get it done. Now I look forward to going to see Dr. Bo at Trinity Chiropractic every single time I go. And not just for the adjustment, not just for the stretches I need to be doing more of. It's kind of like flossing when you go to the dentist. But just to be with Dr. Bo for a few minutes to hear his wisdom, to get his thoughts on the day, and for him to pray over me is just as good as the adjustment. So get in there and see him. You'll see what I'm talking about. The entire staff, just so solid, just good people, and uh, going to make you feel a lot better too. Trinity Chiropractic online, trendychiro.com. Your wrap up is brought to you by Elwood Photography, elwoodphoto.com. Here's Beth with your wrap up. Well, Matt, I tried really hard to find a Bible verse that talked about sweetbreads, and I found nothing. So, Sorry in advance about that. But one thing I will say that I do love about Jesus is there are multiple miracles that Jesus did that were so practical. They were just about feeding people. You know, he's at a wedding. They ran out of wine. He turned water into wine. He's speaking to a crowd of people, and he takes this tiny little lunch and ends up turning it into enough to feed thousands of people with food left over. Because, you know, the coolest thing about Jesus is he cares about our hearts, but he also cares about our physical needs. And so I say that for two reasons. One, I just want you to know God cares about you and the basic needs that you have. And he desires to meet those needs for you. And and so if you're sitting in a space where you're like, I feel forgotten, I feel alone, just know he cares about those needs for you. And if you just reach out, he wants to meet those needs for you. But also when you look at the world around us and you think, God, these people are crazy. This world is going nuts. How can I do anything? This person in my life is walking through something so difficult. You know, start with meeting a basic need. Can you have someone to your home for dinner? Can you provide a meal for somebody who's struggling with something or, or walking through a difficult time or had a baby or went, had surgery? Let's follow the example of Jesus and meet a basic need. And I believe that that opens up the door for relationship and it opens the door for healing and wholeness. I'm Beth and that's your wrap up. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. 
a no frown Friday. Come on, get smiley. If I throw it your way, throw it back my way. Even if you get cut up on the highway, don't frown. Put your finger down. It's Friday. It's a no frown Friday. Come on, get smiley. If I throw it your way, throw it back my way. Even if you get cut up on the highway, don't frown. Put your finger down. It's Friday.